Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This is the Scummy Mummies podcast. Hello everyone, welcome to episode 8 of the Scummy Mummies podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, my name's Ellie Gibson. And I am Helen Thorne. Hello darlings. Hello, it's, it's, it's lovely to, to have you with us again. And it's lovely to have with us uh, a guest we've had on before, but you know, she was so lovely, we thought we'd invite her back. It's not that we couldn't get anyone else. Um, no. We, we want her to become a sort of regular, really. So, hello Jessie. Hello. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you for inviting me back. You're very welcome. Um, now, for those who haven't heard the episode that you were on before, what could, how, would, how would you like to be introduced? How would you describe yourself? <laughs> About 5'4", <five, four. laughs> ginger. Uh, and what do you do again for a living? I'm a health visitor and a children's nurse. And very a children's good. nurse. So she has experience. She is learned. That's right. She's Ooh, actually... Oh, bib. Oh, oh the car went past. <laughs> I was giving Jessie a little salute there outside <laughs> in the road. Toot. So it's lovely to have Jessie with us again. And uh, the theme of this episode is going to be basically boobs. Boobies. Boobies, bras, breastfeeding, all the bees. Yeah, bangers, uh, so, breast milk. Yep. Yeah. So men, please, please don't uh, please don't tune out. Or perhaps you're enjoying yourself already. Oh, I don't no. know. I, I, I think quite a few men do enjoy a boob here and there. They, they do. That's a tit, it. A uh, uh, lady pillow. Yeah. <laughs> Nine Everybody out of ten, needs a now. bosom for yeah, a pillow. That's right. So, <laughs> so do join in. It, it will be a classy affair. We can <laughs> promise that. It will be. There's going to be lots of, uh, lots of uh, talk of... of, of you know thanks for the memories that sort of thing uh, it's going to be mainly a lot of jokes like that so yeah. sorry in advance but but yeah but before we get into all that uh, we've had quite an exciting couple of weeks haven't we Helen we are we are beaming with excitement and exhaustion uh, we did a live show everybody two two live shows sell out uh, live shows Helen sell, sell out. out live shows we did sell out and um, we we had a fantastic time, and we'd like to thank our wonderful audience who came along. But it was great fun. Yeah, yeah. The, the stage show was basically it's kind of a bit like the podcast, isn't it? But we do mm. a bit more audience interaction, and we did some dancing and some singing. We did, and we had costume changes. We had oh. wigs, funny accents. Yeah, bet you wish you were there now. I didn't know you? it was a whole variety <laughs> of hilarity. Uh, yeah, so we yeah we did Scummy Mummies live, and and of course we'd like to do it again. So watch we this would. space. Yeah. We, and it tested everybody's pelvic floor. Oh, we yes, did, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, Jesse, you were at the you were at the Saturday night show. What 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 did you think? Give us a quick review now. <laughs> Not to put you on the spot. 
It was brilliant. It was really, really good fun. Oh, excellent. She can stay. That was quite sincere. It was. Yeah, we did pick on you. We did pick on We did make you come on stage and do handbag surprise on you, didn't we? And you did not disappoint, (laughs) Jessie. No, there were some doozies in that bag. So, yeah, so we we may see you, dear lovely listener, wherever you are in the world. We may come to you and do a, a live show. So, yeah. Yeah. Feel free to uh, send requests. We'll we'll come and do it for you. Maybe. Yeah. Well, do you make it sound like we're going to turn up in their living room? Yeah. <laughs> With and that surprise. A ghetto and blaster and our wigs and just do the show. Maybe yeah. we will. Maybe we know, will. For that, the right that's price. That's a business idea. Yeah. We'll do that on Dragon's Den. Yeah. <laughs> We've got this idea for a com- it's coming mummy's show where we go to people's houses and <laughs> drink their wine and talk about our flanges. What do you think, Duncan? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think you've already called the market for that with your podcast, actually. <laughs> I'm out. So. <laughs> so that's that, really. So let's go with the podcast, shall we? Shall we do that? Yes, we shall. So coming up is Current Affairs. Current Affairs, Current Affairs, Current, current affairs. affairs. So, and, um, you know, it, a day doesn't go by that you don't hear about women and how good or bad they are as mothers. But as, as always, the Scummy Mummies have found an article in The Guardian. Mm. Uh, and this was dated on Tuesday the 12th of November. And this is an article about some research that's being done by Sheffield University. And they will pay 130 mothers in communities where breastfeeding is thought to be stigmatised to breastfeed their babies. So they will get vouchers... Uh, shopping vouchers to breastfeed their babies for as long as six months. And, of course, there's been a flurry, a flurry of controversy surrounding this initiative. So we thought we'd talk about it because, you know, breastfeeding is, you know, there's always an easy topic to talk about. That's right. There's no sensitivity surrounding this at all. No, really, no one really has an opinion. Yeah, mm, no, we're all fine. very supportive as mothers. Yeah, whether so we very do or don't. Jesse, what do you think? Let's <laughs> <laughs> put you on the spot, Jesse. health visitor. Yeah. I think there's a lot of concern about it because is this instead of actually providing actual breastfeeding support um which has been proven to be the most effective way of helping women to breastfeed so when you say breastfeeding support do you mean counseling and clinics and that sort of exactly that kind of thing or the most important bit is just those first couple of days when you get the one-to-one support by your midwife either in hospital or at home to start those initial feeds um if you can get it right in the first couple of days then it makes it a much much smoother journey but the idea of paying women, um, it's never really been proven that this is an effective way to encourage any health behaviour. And th- yeah, there is a lot of concern about it. On the other hand, I kind of think, why not see what happens? Well, mm. this is this is based a lot on my own parenting where I bribe my children to be good. <laughs> so I, c- I can see how <laughs> these, the parenting techniques that we've all established uh, in 2013 are translating into research. It's like, <laughs> here, have a lolly. <laughs> Get in the car. I'll give you some smarties. I am trivialising the issue. I'm sorry, um, but <laughs> no, yeah, I, yeah. I, I like it. I think you know because parenting is hard. I mean, no yeah. one knows that more than us. Um, but parenting is hard, and there's lots of stuff you have to do that is tiresome or whatever. And you know, I think this scheme should be extended to you know that you could set up a whole sort of nectar points type system. Where, for yeah. example, if you fish a poo out of the bath, you get a day at Alton Towers. Yeah, something like that. Let's just I take it to the next level. Absolutely. I think more more incentivization for for good parenting is. is not such a bad thing yeah yeah every well, 50 times you read where spot you get a bottle of wine that'd be nice <laughs> I, I could get into it then yeah absolutely yeah. um but yeah on a, on a serious note and um, my sort of problem with this idea is that i think i did breastfeed um but i feel kind of almost lucky that i was able to breastfeed because mm. i know i've got friends who couldn't breastfeed they found it too difficult they weren't producing enough milk whatever 
Um, and they were made to... Like, I've seen women in tears because mm. they've been made to feel like because they can't do this, their child is going to, you know, basically grow up hideously deformed and <laughs> mentally oh, absolutely. deficient. absolutely, yeah. You know, and that they're the worst people in the world and that they're very selfish and, and it's all their fault. And, and I've seen women really upset. By, and I feel like, mm. doesn't this reinforce... You know, how are the women who want the shopping vouchers and want to breastfeed but can't physically do it, how is this going to make them feel? Like a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sheffield University. Yeah. <laughs> I think that is such a difficult subject and mm. I think so many people feel really judged and really vilified if they're not breastfeeding for mm. whatever reason. And it isn't, you know, it is a skill. It isn't something that comes easily to everybody. And lots of people choose not to for very valid reasons mm. or, as you say, are unable to. But then, then again, Jessie, does that mean we should have better support? Is that the answer? Or I don't know. I think better support is definitely a part of it but there's also quite so you know there's a culture of whether breastfeeding is acceptable and you know everyone will have had a story of a time where they were made to feel uncomfortable breastfeeding in public or they were asked to go and breastfeed in a toilet um and I think culturally it still isn't that accepted and people do feel uncomfortable by seeing women getting their boobs out to feed their babies which is a very normal thing to do but it, it is it is it is sad I think when um other mothers are unsupportive of mothers' choices to to breastfeed or not breastfeed, and I think that's when it's really sad. Then the people should feel that they can make a choice without without the judgment and the stigmatisation, because I think that's really hard. But we we need to not be assholes to each other. I mean that sincerely. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good life skill. Yeah. I tell, I say that to Charlie every day. To be honest, as a general, yeah. you know. Yeah, I, I think I should cross stitch that into. Uh, yeah. <laughs> to a nice side but it is very difficult there's great health benefits to breastfeeding but it is not the be all to end all and your child is not going to end up living in a zoo um, <laughs> no no that, and that's my research i found that my friends I think that's very valid research. bottle fed their children they're okay it's all right some I mean, of them I, are quite nice you know let's not dismiss the fact that formula feeding does have some benefits to women they can have time away from their child their baby if they need to they can get other people in the family involved in feeding their child and obviously you can still do that if you're breastfeeding it doesn't mean that because you breastfeed your husband or your mother or your mother-in-law can't get involved with their baby but it's a different relationship and and I think you can't ignore those aspects that was a very reasoned uh nice response almost slightly disappointing in that regard as <laughs> something controversial or offensive but that's fine it's always the start of the study that people get kind of a bit arsy about but it'd be really interesting to see what the results are and whether this has had any kind of impact and what the mothers actually feel like as well maybe they'll get more support through this scheme rather than just the shopping vouchers and that's what the ultimate aim should be is that there are more support for mothers considering how much services are being cut well i think this is a point and i've spoken to some colleagues about it and you know already breastfeeding services have been cut in recent years and we have already started seeing that breastfeeding rates are slightly dropping yeah even in areas where it has been well established and I think, you know, one of my colleagues said, well, if you put as much money into marketing breastfeeding as the formula milk companies market their products, then you would get more people breastfeeding. Mm. Well, Well, I think I think we've uh, I think we've commented that affair right away. Yeah, that has been affaired. So let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, if there's anyone who wants to just give us shopping vouchers, we for anything really. do send them in yeah for me white company oh uh, very nice yeah, yeah that's what i prefer but just mm. saying there i'm an um, m&s girl but you know that that's just me 
<laughs> Jesse, what kind of vouchers would you like? Because if anyone is going to send vouchers, any, any Poundland, yeah. listening bagel company, I don't know who. <laughs> Quick fit, uh, yeah, probably decathlon. Yeah, we're not we're not picky, as you can tell. Obviously, Bowden, yes, great old trading company, because yeah. uh, we can't actually afford to buy anything yeah. from those shops. No, I, just, I just like having the magazines so, on my, my table. That's it. Yeah, that's my it. children use them to cut up and do crafts. Oh, <laughs> Bowden craft. Oh, how nice. Oh, oh, yeah. So, let's move on. Uh, let's move on to a new section. Uh, we've had a bit of debate about what to call this. I want to call it Boob Chat. Helen, boob Chat. What do you want to call it? I, I was going for something a bit more punchy, Ellie. Talk. Ah. Well, I think what we should do is because we are going to make a make up a theme tune as well. Jesse, you can choose uh, what you'd like to call this section, and then accordingly make up an appropriate theme tune. Go. Boob chat. (laughs) Very nice. Very nice. That wasn't a theme tune. No, that was like an offensive phone call. (laughs) What about something like (laughs) boob chat? Boob chat. I think you're going to get sued no. by the makers of Moonpig.com. <laughs> so I was going to. I, 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 I'm going to do a spontaneous game. All right, Jesse. So okay. close your eyes. Okay. This is called hands or tits. <laughs> Ready? <laughs> she opened your eyes. <laughs> okay, I was going to. All right. Hands or tits. <laughs> hands. <laughs> Oh, right, go. Go, go again, 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 go Top, top, top. <laughs> I'll have some more cast wine and that'll come out really nice. Um, yeah, so I went along and I had Hugo strapped in, <laughs> bribed in with some sweets. Yeah, so I, I basically, she was she was like the Darren Brown of boobs. I just said, I need a new bra. And she just gave me a bit of a look and then brought a series of bras that fit me fit me beautifully. She just could Ooh. tell. I was surprised. Um, but yeah, she was telling me that, you know, she has this really amazing kind of intimate relationship with women that they come to the shop and then all of a sudden they're naked in her... And then some do. She said, oh, just just get undressed. And she's thinking they're just going to take their top off. <laughs> she came, she opened the curtain and the lady was just in her pants. It's like, not so necessary. <laughs> <laughs> just your bra. Um, but yeah, she was telling me about how, you know, how to fit properly and how it needs to be flush there and straight at the back. Because people, most people have got a cup that's too small and a back that's too big. And so they'll overcompensate by tightening the straps and then you get that lovely indentation in your shoulders where oh, you get yeah. that heavy heavy look the hot cross bun look yeah, yeah very it. nice and so you get that nice indentation and she was saying that if you have the smaller cup size then some of your breast tissue can start leaking out the side and you get a permanent flap oh nobody oh. wants leaky flaps no no they want to flap it like four boobs uh, <laughs> four boobs yeah. good yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, twice as good, two for one. Um, but she was saying that uh, doctors refer patients to see her because they've got back pain or whatever because their bras haven't been fitted properly. Really? Yeah. So you need to get a proper bra, ladies. As I'm, I'm, I'm hopeless. I haven't got one for ages, and they're just getting too grey and too smelly and too, oh. too rough. Now I've got my size properly. I was about four sizes out. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> poor old boobies. One of the things that I thought was really interesting is that. 
I said, oh, I'm just a mother at home. I'll just take two two plain bras, sort of playing it down. And she said, no, buy something really sexy and extravagant. No one needs to know that you're wearing fabulous... Said the lady who sells bras for a living, <laughs> Helen. <I> just, <laughs> oh, just See, you're, you're, you're the thinker, Ellie. Have you you're been the thinker. <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't. Yeah. She is magical. I'll do, can, I, can I say her on the podcast? Yeah, like, yeah. She's from the fitting studio in Forest Hill in London. And she said, people come from here come to her from around around mm. around the area around out, outside around London, London. around yeah. London she's she's fabulous so what did you go for did you go for you know lace peep hole no no I went oh, look I've got oh, a look sensible white a sensible oh, white very what's pretty. it going to be oh I've got that same You've got that? Oh, very nice uh, yes snap <laughs> Booby bingo. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a very plain Marks and oh, Spencer. That's, that's no no nice. embellishments, no, no adornments. No. Just the, the plain oh, t-shirt, nice. t-shirt bra. There you uh, hello, fellas. Yeah, we're all just showing off. Yeah, <laughs> each other our bras. It's got to that point after two cast wines. Um, but yeah, no, but I thought that was actually a good point. Like, Should have probably drawn, drawn the curtains now, I think. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Hello, Ellie's neighbours. Um, yeah, but it is interesting that because I'm so used to being dowdy and downplaying, you know, wearing my H&M leggings and my Uniqlo top that I... I just I figure that I need to have a daggy bra, but I could have something quite naughty and sexy underneath. Well, I went to Marks and Spencer's and I got fitted properly there, and the lady was like, "Oh, we've got someone in training. Do you mind if they come in?" So I had two ladies. <laughs> so it was one great boom. Yeah, one of them was sort of going, "That's it. Now just put it round there. Now just, just flop them in there." And like <laughs> it was basically bra experience, uh, work experience, bra fitting. It was it was a bit weird, but yeah, I tried. They they were really good, and they brought me all these, and I kind of wanted quite a sexy sexy posh bra yeah. but none of those fitted properly right. and in the end it was the value two for 16 pounds that Very were the nice. best fit and I was oh. like well you know we I'm go. married now you know yeah. <laughs> my life is over anyway <laughs> so it's fine but yeah uh, what I found funny about the the bra lady she said I said oh you know do you always have to wear a good bra you know what kind of impact does that have and she said look with breastfeeding some go up some get bigger some get smaller um and she said look sometimes she gets teenagers come in and their boobs are atrocious well you know a 60 year old will come in and she has amazing boobs um and she said a lot of it's down to genetics and they're all going to head south anyway whether we breastfeed or not oh is that right and they're 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 going yeah yeah they're not going to stay out forever and also i think they said pregnancy has the greatest effect on boobs anyway because of all the hormones and they balloon up and all that sort of thing so and skin skin sagging and stuff Mm-mm, would sorry. you ever would you ever have a boob job jesse like if you had the money i i would avoid any surgery if at all possible so mm. no mm. would you no i don't think i would but then i've had because i always feel like no i wouldn't have cosmetic surgery then i've had my teeth done that sort of cosmetic surgery isn't it i love your teeth story <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah no i have my teeth done i'll put it in now and i might cut it out later um because a few years ago i like i always had very sort of sort of i wasn't happy with the front of my teeth and i was doing work on camera and stuff and i was like i'm gonna um i'm gonna get my teeth fixed so i went and what they and i had like a i can't remember what they're called now like veneers put on my teeth right so what they do is they file down your real teeth into like little sort of Dracula points, right? And, Sorry, I'm going uh, to wear my pants. This is so funny. And then they put the porcelain veneers on. Now we got to the filing down bit, and she filed them all down. And I really needed a wee. So I said, I'm really sorry, because it takes hours, right? I'm really sorry. I need, I need the loo. And she said, okay, just, just go in the bathroom. I will suggest though that you don't look in the mirror. And I said, okay. And 
I went and I did a wee and of course I forgot what she'd said and I looked up above the sink and there was this terrifying child vampire <laughs> staring it was like the weird doll thing out of the Twilight films it was just like it was the most horrible, frightening thing I've ever seen. And it's an image that will stay with me forever. Aww. So there we are. Not really boob-related, but a fun Indeed. story. Indeed. That's it. Lovely to share. Yeah. That's Aww. what Helen and I say to each other before we go on stage. Dicks and teeth. And now, whenever I say that to her, she'll have that image in her mind. <laughs> you and vampire oh, teeth. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, teeth is another thing about breastfeeding too, isn't it? If we're talking about boobs and teeth, is that... You do get bitten if you keep oh. breastfeeding past six months. They're like dog toys, aren't they? They are. They just get munched away. Well, I had quite two quite different experiences. My first daughter, I once screamed when she bit me and she never bit me again. Mm. And my second daughter found it absolutely hilarious every time I screamed. So did it more. Oh, I remember Hugo just sort of looking at me sideways and going, unk. And I'm like, ah! And then he would, yeah, but he would breastfeed and you kind of get lulled. You're like watching the telly or something, having a glass of wine uh, while you're breastfeeding because I'm classy like that. And then he'd just, he'd just give me a little nip, just to nip on the nip uh, oh, yeah. while I was having a nip of wine. The triple nip. <laughs> Trip nip. Okay. Charlie spent about 10 minutes this morning going, look at my nipples. <laughs> Where's your nipple? Look at my nipples. <laughs> so weird oh they love they love nipples though don't they they love a nipple yeah, yeah absolutely my daughters have tried to breastfeed one another oh <laughs> it's got to that time of the night yeah it's funny when you watch kids they, they'll, they'll start breastfeeding their dolls and absolutely things like that. it it's was quite yeah. cute and and but the one another boy. was a little bit weird yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> So uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know that if you should is... cut that out. No, no, that's staying <laughs> that's in, my friend. In. That is no edit on that in. one. <laughs> okay. Well, I feel like that's an appropriate point to move on, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think we should. <laughs> okay. So what's next, Ellie? Uh, well, it's time for our uh, special sort of expert-related section. Oh, ask the expert. So we have Jessie in today because she's a health visitor and she's a lecturer and she's just all very experty really <laughs> she's very experty i've often she talked about, about her can we ask you some questions you may lovely top up your wine <laughs> so what are your top tips for breastfeeding jesse getting support is so so important having your family on board as well mm-hmm. and knowing that you have someone you can call where it's not going just as you'd like mm. i think those for those first early days avoid having hundreds of visitors and stay in bed with your baby and loads and loads of cultures all around the world have this rule of your first 30 days where you stay at home and you do nothing except sit there with your baby and other people bring you food i think it's a brilliant idea i did that for about six months (laughs) (laughs) just played candy crush and breastfed it was brilliant millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but one way to do it is to have a nice warm bath. Yeah and have your baby in the bath with you so the the idea is you're kind of mimicking that nice warm room environment and let your baby have that skin to skin contact and quite often they will manage to latch on themselves in the bath oh that's great now, obviously tip. you do need to be careful not to drown your baby <laughs> well again that's one of life's general sort of that's why she's here she's the expert look at that don't drown your baby you've heard it. this first on scummy mummies how, how many years of university did you do to become a nurse <laughs> that, that is that is invaluable yeah. advice uh, advice even advice good more wine Helen more wine <laughs> So, Jesse's top tips, keep your baby alive. <laughs> <coughs> Nailed it. So, uh, as, a, as a health visitor and a, and a, and a nurse, uh, what, what are the things you get asked about most by people who are struggling with breastfeeding? I think it's around, you know, is my baby getting enough milk? Mm-hmm. That's definitely a number one. And uh, a lot of people will try and express milk to see how much they can manage to express. And it's bears no relationship to how much your baby is feeding Mm. whatsoever so it's a bit of a futile so babies won't just drink and drink as long as it's there they'll just drink what they need is that yeah absolutely babies will drink drink what they need and then they tend to come off on their own yeah so if that's not happening if your baby is staying there for hours and hours and hours on end that's often a sign that there's something not quite right going on with where your baby's latching on or the positioning and this is a time where get some support because having somebody face to face watching a feed is so so useful to kind of go actually if you just move about two millimeters that way it will make a difference and it's incredible how actually tiny tiny changes do do make that difference mm. but um just if your baby is weeing and pooing and seems quite settled mm. and obviously if they're gaining weight that is a sign that they're getting enough milk um you don't need to worry about how much you can express because it doesn't bear any relationship to how much your baby can actually feed on the breast oh that's that is a good tip when i was breastfeeding i um <laughs> i had this app on my phone right called milk monitor and it's a really cute little app and what it is is um it's got two buttons l and r for left and right boobs mm. and when you start breastfeeding you press like start and it's like a little timer <laughs> And so I, I got a bit, okay, I'll admit, I got a bit obsessed with it. Like, Helen's looking she, at me like... She's so OCD. She's so... <laughs> I, know, I know where this is going because I've got other friends who are OCD and they give you a bloody weekly chart about how much things you can just... Jesus Christ. And it, yeah, and I... And I so it was, it was starting out to, to make sure that I was switching between the left and the right boob because mm. once, cause like, once I've sort of forgot to do it and one of my... I got mastitis. Again, I oh. hope you're enjoying this, gents. Mm. Um, Spread it on your toes. But yeah, so I got sort of obsessed with keeping the balance right in both yeah. boobs. But then I became obsessed with like... I had a daily like readout of exactly how long mm. I breastfed on each boob. And I, I could... I emailed it. Like I emailed it to my friend Ollie. <laughs> 
it's just like I don't you're losing I don't really. want to know. This is, this is a woman who, who who is professional gamer, so so I can understand <laughs> your fascination with next level, next level. <laughs> Come on, it. Charlie, I'm going to beat yesterday's score. Come it was on. like it was like World of Warcraft for boots. It was amazing. Oh. Jesse, do you think that's do you think that's taking it too far? Uh, tell I her off. Tell her off. <laughs> I, want, I feel so bad. I want to be punished. Don't feel bad. I'll get the whip out later. But um, I think a lot of parents really want to know how much they're they're giving their child. Mm. And um, I, I've been to see lots and lots of people who have kept really detailed diaries or used apps or whatever. And I have to say, for me, I've just been impressed because the idea of doing anything involving having to write down all time or think about anything when I had a newborn baby was just completely beyond me. So I, I'd say whatever works for you. Okay. Oh, well um, done. It, I might it, dig it out. I might put it on the website if I can find yeah. it. Because it had a little Facebook button so you could Facebook your oh. things, which I did draw the line at. I was like, that. Oh. That is probably too much, but I oh, might, I might put one out if I can. Uh, I once had this advice about expressing milk because you know you put on a little bit of weight after you um, have a kid, and someone said just express the milk for um, for weight loss. Oh really? <laughs> yes. Do do breastfeed your baby for the baby and express for you. <laughs> one before yeah <laughs> are there foods that we should eat or shouldn't eat and alcohol yes no maybe how much <laughs> okay i'll start on the foods um mm. i know not everyone tells you what you should and shouldn't eat when you're pregnant that doesn't apply when you're breastfeeding it's fine you can eat what you want there is no evidence that what you eat or drink has any impact on your breast milk that said if you have a really unsettled colicky whingy baby it may be worth trying to eliminate certain food groups to see if it makes a difference the most common is actually lactose they think that some sometimes they think that their colic symptoms are actually um babies intolerant to the lactose in milk and so you could do a trial of two weeks no more of cutting out dairy products to see if that makes a difference I know, yeah, again, I know people who, for whom they swear by that and they said it worked for them personally. I was like, no cheese? Are you serious? Oh, I God, can't get through an hour without a dairy triangle. <laughs> Good grief. But there's no conclusive evidence. And, and certainly other people will say onions, you can't have broccoli or cauliflower, yeah, again, fizzy that. drinks, yeah. caffeine. I've heard just about everything mentioned that you should or shouldn't have to eat or drink while you're breastfeeding and there is no evidence for it what about curry and spicy foods can that nope again no evidence for it although lots of people will say that their baby has been more unsettled after they've had a curry so what about cigars um it's gin the (laughs) heroin Well, certainly drugs can definitely go through the breast oh, milk. Okay. So that oh, okay. That's not advice. I've known that. Yeah. <laughs> Top tips again. Don't that drown your baby. Don't take drugs. Um, <laughs> the Breastfeeding Network actually has a really, really good um, page all about drug interactions and breastfeeding. Because mm-hmm. I know people have said, I've got to have dental treatment. I'm on this medication. Can I breastfeed? Can I breastfeed? And quite often there are alternatives available. Yeah, there are some antibiotics that you really shouldn't have when you're breastfeeding. But that talk to your doctor, check out the Breastfeeding Network because they do have information about alternatives. Going on to cigars and cigarettes, it doesn't go in through your breast milk. <laughs> it wasn't milk, really a serious question. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, the smell's probably going to put your baby off. What um, about pipes? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to alcohol. Oh, yes, okay. please. Hello. Um, again, there's lots and lots of different research about this. Some doctors say you shouldn't drink any alcohol whatsoever when you're breastfeeding. 
Some people say the odd glass of wine might actually boost your milk production. Mm. Um, the Breastfeeding Network had a study which said that your blood alcohol level is equivalent to your milk alcohol level. Okay. So there's no evidence that you should pump and dump. So a lot okay. of people do this whole idea of pumping and dumping, and that's not there. It's roughly one unit of alcohol per hour. So if you had a glass of wine and then you didn't breastfeed for four hours, there wouldn't be alcohol in your breast milk. Right. Right, yeah. Uh, okay. The breastfeeding network, the research that I read, their, their state was if you get to the point where you are sick or you feel sick after drinking alcohol, you probably shouldn't breastfeed for at least 12 hours. Oh, right. They're, they're, that, that's information. That makes sense. <laughs> um, but there is now, just and this thinking, is particularly popularised in America, mm. you can now get these little sticks. Uh, I think they're kind of similar to your breathalyzing things for alcohol, that you can get these little sticks where you squirt some milk onto them and they tell you whether or not you should feed your baby. Really? Wow. Yeah. That sounds great. Do you get, how does it, do you get like a happy face or a sad face? <laughs> a happy face holding a cocktail or like, oh. with like a leucozade. <laughs> that sounds brilliant. Oh, um, there was actually a ice cream shop in London that produced breast milk ice cream. Yeah, yeah. a couple of years ago and it was mm. called Baby Gaga and you could have it, this is, I don't know, you could have this breast milk, it was £14, right, and you got a scoop of this breast milk ice cream and you could have with it a shot of cowpole or yeah. gongella. <laughs> I know, hilarious. Oh. And it was served, it's served with a rusk. Oh, that's oh, it. Gross. Anyway, but they did, they did take it off the shelves because they were unsure of the hygiene, but they said they had, you know, homogenised or pasteurised or whatever. I'd eat that though. I mean, I'm quite a foodie and I'm quite, I have quite low standards. I'd eat that. Would you eat yeah. that? Yeah, I'd give it a go. Have you, have you tried breast milk, Ellie? Funnily enough, Helen, I, I have. Oh. <laughs> yes, Ellie has tried my breast milk. Jesus. Did you, did you latch on properly? <laughs> It was expressed. <laughs> Pretended I had a tongue tie. <laughs> I think it was when Rosie was really small and it was in the fridge and you thought it would be absolutely hilarious to try some. I As think- I recall, I think it was a party at your house and someone at that party, who shall remain nameless, a man, um, mm-hmm. was having a go at you for breastfeeding. <gasps> sort of semi-ironically, but like in your own house, which yes. I was outraged oh. by. And I said you know come on there's nothing wrong with it and there was a bottle of breast milk floating around for some reason and I think my husband Pete said yeah I'll have a go and he drank some and I drank some oh god what kind of parties do you have (laughs) honestly Jesse health professional (laughs) but no we're very you know we we were saying this before we uh, pressed record that we all drink breast milk every day for those of us who drink cow's milk or goat's milk or whatever that we are drinking milk from a breast that's where the Mm. that's where milk comes from apart from your your soy milk I have to say that voice in, in fact, the tea I served you earlier, ladies, had my own breast milk oh, in it. Just, oh, yeah, I froze some from back in the day, and I just pop an ice cube in, and it cools oh. the uh, cools the tea down. It's the very same nice. Time. I thought nice. it had a bit of a, a zing, yeah, <laughs> a bit of a tang. No, I, do, I do remember drinking your breast milk, Jesse. Uh, there's a sentence I don't say. <laughs> And I remember it, t- it tasted a little bit melony and slightly gritty. I, I thought oh. I thought you told me it tasted like cabbage. Maybe it was cabbagey. Maybe that was another time. Oh, <laughs> that was a different uh, vintage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you drunk your own breast milk? Please? I, I, 
<coughs> sorry, I'm just choking on my own breast milk now. Um, no, I, I did try it because someone said, no, do try it because it's it's very sweet and that's why the, the kids the kids mm. dig it. Um, yeah, I just did a bit of an express. But it's funny, I've seen a friend who was a stay-at-home dad that he used to give a little, little nip before serving it to the kid just to see if it was all right. And he must have consumed quite a lot in the six months that he was a stay-at-home dad because <laughs> the mum would be amazing. She'd breast, she'd pump the baby... Pump the baby? Excuse me. She didn't pump her breasts. Like a breast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Burp the baby. Um, was that hands or breasts? Um, <laughs> uh, she would pump her breasts before she went to work and then at work and then when she got home and everything. And, yeah, he would, he'd give a little swig, but he didn't think of anything of it. But when I was at his house, I was like, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, little... Some yeah. for daddy, some for baby. I can't actually remember tasting it. I'm sure I must have done it at some point. Mm. I don't. I don't oh. remember. It was quite nice. It wasn't. It wasn't horrible. But it is a bit weird. I wouldn't drink my own wee. I do have standards. <laughs> not now. Not no. Nowadays. No. Yeah. I did have. I. I did have this idea uh, for a drinking game. Right. Because mm. have you ever played this game called Mystery Shots with film canisters? Right, so do you remember like with old cameras? Yeah, yeah. It's old now, but you know, and, and you get the little plastic, uh, they're like shot glasses basically, mm. but they're black plastic. Yeah, yeah, so, you yeah. can't see what's in. so um, I went to a party once and there was this game where this guy got a tray full of film canisters and he put different drinks in each one. So some were just water, some were gin, some were absinthe, some were like really horrible concoctions. And the game was that you had to take a thing and you didn't know what was in it. Yeah. Hilarious, obviously, when you're 25 and you're at a party. And I had this idea for a similar game called White Russian Roulette. <laughs> where you get 12 film canisters and you fill 11 of them with white Russian very yeah. delicious cocktail I'm sure I'd agree yeah. and then one with breast milk yeah. and then everybody at the party has to drink it and you don't know and it never caught, it never caught on no, no. Actually. That's no. Really yeah, nobody would play it with me white Russian usually. roulette I, I play that yeah. game yeah it's hilarious uh, so listeners out there would you play that game Maybe not. Perhaps for the Christmas special, we'll oh. have a game of white Russian roulette. Maybe. Has anyone got any breast Can milk? Can anyone donate there? a film canister full of breast milk? Yeah. Uh, really... Jessie looks like she's actually going to be sick. She is. Sorry, <laughs> Jessie. Jessie, we're, we're taking your time away from your children to make you listen to this. Uh, sick information right well i think that's enough expert talk i think that was you know that was highbrow enough really mm. i think we've really <laughs> we've, we've really, really explored the issues and we've, uh, we've re- revealed so much bra <laughs> sizes don't drown babies it's 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 the hard-hitting facts that's it it's, it's that's really why you happens. come to us dear listeners isn't exactly it? <laughs> who needs gp <laughs> Okay, it's time now for our regular feature, Scummy Mummy Confessions. And this week, it's a bit of a Scummy Mummy Confessions special. Mm. Um, but we'll explain why in a minute. First of all, uh, Jesse, as our guest, uh, would you like to share your Scummy Mummy Confession to kick us off? Uh, I can share mine. It was um, my children's school disco last night, and my daughter insisted on wearing a dress that had all the buttons on the back fallen off, so her back was completely naked. <laughs> and it also had a rather suspicious-looking brown stain on the bottom, which Classy. was either Nutella <laughs> or paint, I think. <laughs> You're going to say for the purposes of this podcast. <laughs> and I could not persuade her to try anything else on, oh, so I just dear. had to let her go to the disco. So is it like, like a little hospital gown? It was it? She did look like she was in a hospital oh, gown. Oh, classy, oh, scummy, yeah. in fact. Well done, Jessie. <laughs> was this Megan or Rosie? This was Megan. And Megan is how old? She's four. She's four. Nice. Oh, bless you, Megan. <laughs> my lovely goddaughter, Megan. I, I, do you know what, actually? I'm so proud that she's my goddaughter. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> exactly. <laughs> 
Exactly. You you go your own way, Megan. Good yeah, for you. Just you like wear Cindy, what you like. Cindy Lauper, fashion forward. She's That's wonderful. Right. That's right. Um, so, Ellie, uh, so we have a plethora of scummy mummies confessions. And this is not just from you emailing us, dear listener. No, at our live show, we had people giving us their own scummy mummies confessions. So we've got literally 20. <laughs> Basically, we've got material for the next six podcasts. That's it. That's um, it. From your yeah. own fine handwriting. <laughs> so what we did was we gave every person in the audience a pen and a card, and we asked them to write down their scummy mummy confessions, which mm. they very obligingly did. Um, so yeah, we've got a whole stack of them, and and honestly. We were a bit nervous, weren't we, about doing it in the yeah, show? Yeah, yeah. It was the great unknown. We thought, look, we'll, we'll, we won't write a full show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, why would we write another 10 minutes of so-called jokes? I'm using uh, air yeah. quotes here, people. Why would I write yeah. 10 minutes of jokes when I can just get, you know, Why, why rehearse for an members? hour when we can yeah. rehearse for 40 and <laughs> and drink for 20 uh, during the rehearsal period? Uh, so, yeah. So but the dear. audience totally came through. And honestly, yeah. the, the Scummy Mummy confessions were better than we could have possibly dreamed of. So we thought we'd share some of our favourites with you now. Yeah, because my Scummy Mummy confession this week is too scummy to record. <laughs> Uh, I was so revolting that my mother nearly disowned me. So, hi, Mum. Thanks for listening. Hope you're safe back in Australia now. So, my first one was one of the mums in the audience said she used a wipe that she just used on a child's bottom to blow the other child's nose. Oh! oh Classy lady. Well, oh, nice. Um, we won't I've... use the names. We're not going to use no, the names. No, well, a lot of them didn't write names on. Funny that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then we publicly shame them, but it's fine. We won't do that on the podcast. Uh, and then someone uh, wrote on this one, I've got, they just wrote three words, sun licked toilet. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then what I like about this as well, I think they started to write another one because they wrote underneath, don't always, and then crossed it out. <laughs> what I do? What I don't always do? We will never know. Don't always feed them. Don't always <laughs> remember their names. I'm intrigued. So we if did that was you, if you're listening now, Sunlick Toilet person, please tell us what you don't always do. Sunlick I'm, I'm Toilet. That, that's, yeah. that's another show, really. That's it. <laughs> um, I've got another one here, which was hilarious. She said, this lovely mother, my daughter was getting used to the idea of potty training. I thought I smelt a poo. So I sat her down on a front step of someone's house, realised it was a huge diarrhoea runny poo, quickly changed her undies and left someone with a pooey front step. Oh, oh I actually know who this is. Do I? Don't I, Mel? Uh, <laughs> but um, I remember that from the show. Oh, I, and that was in the same vein as the person who said the yeah. child did a poo on the train mm. and uh, left a big pooey smear and they just got a, a newspaper <laughs> and put it and blamed it on the man next to them. That's right. They pretended it was an old man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, We've all so put a newspaper over a poo, but uh, yeah, oh. anyway, good. Oh, oh they, were, they, were, they, were a good, they were a good lot. Have you got one, Jesse? <laughs> Can from, you read this part for us yet? Uh, mm. My child put a piece of food in the cupboard found it three months later ate it oh then sicked up in the same cupboard oh. and i found it many months later oh. 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 that oh. is a triple whammy that's a hat trick of sick right oh, that's there. a vintage scum really yeah, isn't oh. it lovely Oof. anyway so so that's the level of audience that we have a live show um, and then One we more. had uh, uh, stored gin in a baby bottle to sneak it into a festival and almost fed it to my son. <laughs> oh. That was a nice one. That really isn't funny. <laughs> <laughs> my 
we had a similar laughing. one, didn't we? Someone had put wine in a Tommy Tippy cup, hadn't they, or something, and they got to get and into then, a concert. Yeah, put wine in their child's drink bottle and took it into a concert. See, these, oh. these are tips. These are the top tips these for parenting. Are our these <laughs> are yeah, our thank you, ladies and gents, for your scumminess. That was great. Um, just before we go, I did want to. Um, I, I haven't got the card here, but I can remember it because the, the image of it is etched so vividly in my mind. Um, so we had like I think my favourite confession on the first night we did from the audience was this lady who said um, she went to a wedding mm. and it's relevant to the theme as well so I think yeah. she went to a wedding and she pumped and dumped you mm. know uh, like you do um, but then um, she couldn't be bothered to go and get a glass of water even though she was quite thirsty so she drank a glass of her own breast milk <laughs> oh bless <laughs> that was my favourite was that your yeah, favourite yeah that was, that was great because it was sort of like she'd been drinking yeah she was at a wedding. She couldn't be asked. Look, all the all the themes of a scummy mummy. I, you know, oh. lazy, drunk, <laughs> scummy. It was great. If I remember, that was the lovely Yasmina, was it? Yasmina, because I think she should be proud of it. So thank yeah, you, Yasmina, so much. <laughs> Thank you so much for making that show better than we ever could have. Yeah, and and we should say thank you to our husbands because they came on the Saturday night, and a lot of the show was based on them and their yeah. uh, husbanding. <laughs> The Hus- animal husbandry. No, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, so they, they, um, they took it in good humour when yes. we slagged them off. Thanks for not leaving us. That's yeah, what we're saying. What, we basically. are still married. So I think that I think that's kind of it, really. Yeah, we've, we've, we've talked. Another... We've talked tits. We've we certainly we've have. blabbered on about boobs. <laughs> Boob talk. <laughs> that's a professional at work, ladies and gents. Um. <laughs> Boob talk. Jesse, thank you so much for coming. And I know I joked about we couldn't get anyone else. And that's only partially true. Uh, you know, we do. <laughs> no, it's been lovely having you. And I do hope you will become a regular fixture of the podcast. Would you mm. like to be a regular guest? Would My you like pleasure. to be our first regular? My we, pleasure. We will bribe you again with wine and hummus. Uh, excellent. So thank you very much for listening. And as always, uh, you can contact us via facebook.com forward slash scummy mummies podcast or email scummy mummies <laughs> podcast at gmail.com smooth smooth very smooth and our twitter is at scummy mummies that's right that's right short so, and snappy that's enough i'm hungry <laughs> let's have some soup uh, <laughs> uh thank you very much for listening thank you jesse for being on the podcast and you know thank you helen for being you <laughs> <laughs> i'm very good at being me ellie and thank you for being you oh <laughs> <laughs> We're all just going to show each other each other's bras now. So um, let you get on with your day. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.